Hello, welcome to the With Love From Live podcast. My name is Liv and I love that you are here. Thank you so much for joining me. And I just have to apologize that this podcast did not come out yesterday like it usually does, Um, but I was traveling and spending time with my in-laws and uh, I didn't want to do it. So I didn't, but I made a commitment that I will put out a podcast every week. And so here I am honoring that commitment. Um, And speaking of commitments, I want to correct a principle that I see being taught um, and that I honestly used to believe and teach myself, but I'm learning and I know better. And so it's my job to tell you better when I learn it, right? Um, And so I want to just kind of go bring you back to this idea of self-image because your self-image is honestly the most powerful resource that you have in your life, right? Because your self-image determines everything. Your self-image determines your life. Your self-image determines your outcomes, your results, your job, your relationships. Literally everything stems from self-image. Okay. Um, So where does our self-image come from? Right? We are all born as spirits of Heavenly Father. And then we come to the earth and um, over time, we start to forget what our real image is, which is God, right? We are made in the image of God. So our self image technically would be the image of God, right? Um, We are a piece of the master. And so that is our divine identity. Um, And we start to adopt beliefs about ourselves um, based on our upbringing, based on our religious affiliations, based on our um, experiences and everything else. Um, And as we go throughout life um, and we start to become more self-aware, then what happens especially I think in the kind of self-development industry is that we are given a lot of action to take to become our best selves, right? I literally teach a program called become your best option. Um, and so I'm, I'm here, right? I am not immune to this. Um, and we teach that our actions produce our feelings. Um, And so if you want a different belief, if you want a different feeling about yourself, if you want to change your self-image, then it is a matter of the action that you take. And I am here to just burst that bubble. That is not true. Okay. Um, I'm sorry but it is a false teaching. And uh, like I said, I'm guilty of teaching it. And um, 
the reason why is because your actions, your behaviors are always a reflection of how you feel about yourself. They're always an action of your self-image. Um, and what's interesting is that if you have ever um, been personally victimized by the idea that changing your actions will change how you feel about yourself, raise your hand um, and understand that there is a better way, okay? So a lot of misery, a lot of suffering, a lot of chaos in our life is caused by this very thing, by recognizing, okay, here's a belief that I have about myself. Here's a, a certain self-image that I hold. Um, I, I don't want that specific self-image. Um, and so how do I change it? Well, I'm going to go to a coach. I'm going to go to a trainer. I'm going to go to whoever. Um, and they're going to give me tasks to do. And by the end of the task, I will achieve the new self-image. And this will actually cause more suffering in your life. Because um, when your actions don't align with the belief that you hold, okay, not the belief that you want to hold, the belief that you do hold, then you're creating conflict because you're creating a separation from action and belief. Um, and the space that exists there um, in the incongruence um, is where a lot of us experience suffering um, because you're not aligned, right? You're not acting in alignment. Um, and I get it. I get why we do that because that's what we're taught. Um, and that kind of undermines the power of your mind, right? And it's saying that your body is more powerful than your mind, but that's not true. Your mind is more powerful than your body, okay? Um, behavior follows belief. Um, and so if you want to change the belief, you don't change your behavior, right? Because that's an appendage. You just change the belief, right? And I know that sounds simple in laying it out like that. Um, and in practice, it may not be as easy. Um, unless you let it be easy for you, right? Um, so here's the thing is let's take the example of um, like a faith crisis, okay? So we're told that like reading your scriptures and saying your prayers every single day, once a day, twice a day, three times a day um, will solidify your belief, right? It'll solidify your testimony. Um, and I used to believe that until I had a faith crisis. And then it kind of shifted because I was doing the actions. I was, I was reading the scriptures. I was saying my prayers. I was studying and, um, and then I was frustrated and I was suffering because I was in chaos because I was questioning my beliefs and 
I was trying to force a new belief from action. Um, but the actions weren't matching up, right? Because I was in a state of what do I believe? And so I was continuing to do the actions when the belief wasn't decided. Um, and that made me frustrated. <laughs> like, I was like, well, if I want to figure out what I believe, um, and I'm going through the actions that I'm told, then why am I not getting the result? Right. And the problem is that I wasn't using my agency to decide what I wanted. Fear only exists in indecision. And I was not decided on what I believed. Um, and so then all of my actions were just producing more fear. I was fearful that I was wrong, that I was lied to, or that I had, you know, been part of something that I didn't really believe in because I was going through the motions and it wasn't giving me the result that I wanted. And what's the deal, right? Um, and the problem was that I wasn't deciding. I wasn't stepping into the power that I have, the power of free agency. Um, and I wasn't deciding what I wanted to believe, right? And I was trying to um, essentially seek for an answer, seek for a belief from somewhere else, from the scriptures, from praying, from talking to people, from exploring different religions, philosophies, whatever. Um, and, and so I was, I was looking outside of myself for the decision. And that always, always leads to chaos and frustration and suffering and trials that are unnecessary. Right. Um, and so then I was like, this is, this is so frustrating. This is so complicated, but what if I just decided that I believed in the church? What if I didn't need to go out and validate it through all of these actions? And instead, I just decided to believe in the church and I trusted and had faith that my actions and my behavior would reflect that belief. And guess what? It did. Okay. Um, the same was true for dating, right? I had mountains of evidence that told me that I was going to be single forever because I always was single. Okay. I never was a person who had relationships. Um, I like just wasn't really a girlfriend girl. Um, and I really didn't like guys beyond two weeks. So, um, then I believed about myself that I was flighty. I believed about myself that um, I was bad at dating. I believed about myself that there wasn't someone for me. And guess what? My behavior gave me all kinds of evidence to support that belief. And then guess what? When I decided that I wanted to believe that I would have a loving and fulfilling and fun relationship, um, then going on dates with fun, cool guys that's not like where that belief came from, right? And I thought that it would. 
Um, and I was this like notorious serial dater. Um, and I would, I would go out with so many people, um, because I thought that was the proper quote unquote action to take to like validate a new belief about myself. Um, and so again, I was looking for my actions to change my belief, to change how I felt about myself, to change what I thought was possible for me. And surprise, surprise, going out with a whole bunch of fun, cool guys didn't change how I felt about myself because then I was like, well, look, all of these really cool, fun, kind guys don't wanna date me, so maybe I really am a loser, right? I can't make it work with, douchey guys and I can't make it work with awesome guys. And so like, who's going to love me? I am unlovable. Right. Um, and again, I was looking for my behavior to change what I believed and what I felt. Um, and it wasn't until I just decided, Hey, um, I actually am a cool girl. I am fun. I am adventurous. I like myself. I like to hang out with myself. And you know what? I think that I would make a great partner because I really love people. I have always really loved people. Um, that's part of why I became a coach. And so what if I just decided that I was someone worth loving, that I was someone who could and would be in a relationship that lasted. And then guess what? All of my behavior started to reflect this new belief system. And then, uh, yeah, I got what I wanted. I got the relationship that I wanted that's fulfilling and it's fun and it's connected and I am obsessed with it, right? Um, and I can keep going with this. Should I do one more example? <laughs> I don't know if this is annoying and I don't really care. Um, but another example is with the gym, right? Um, we think that if we go to the gym enough and we like change our physical bodies, that that will change how we feel about our bodies. And this is why people get trapped in fad diets. Um, and this is why people become addicted to the gym um, is because they're hoping and praying and trying to create a new belief about themselves from their behavior. And that's backwards. Okay. And I was there and I did it. Okay. There was a long period of my life um, where I would go to the gym religiously. Okay. Every single day I would not miss. And, um, and when I could afford food, <laughs> then, um, I would spend all of my food on like protein powder and, um, and trying so hard to bulk up because I'm so skinny and I used to be called anorexic. And so I believed that I was too skinny. So I hated my body. And I thought that if I could bulk up and change my body, then I would then love my body. Well, guess what? I did bulk up. I had like these cute little teardrop muscles that you could see. That's what my trainer would call them. Um, and 
Um, and yeah, like I put weight on my butt and on my legs and on my shoulders, all the places that I wanted to, because I held this image of if my body could only look a certain way, then I would love it. And guess what? My body looked a certain way and all I could do was focus on what else was wrong with it, how my skin sucked and how my period sucked. And I like, it didn't matter what I was seeing and what I was doing because the problem was my belief about my body. And so then in February of last year, I made a commitment and all of my um, quarterly goals, because I map my goals out by quarter, um, they all include, and they still do, a section for how I can love my body better. And the the image that I want to hold of my body. And I am not speaking um, like literally, I'm, I'm speaking, how do I want to see myself when I look in the mirror? Do I want to be full of love or do I want to be critical and self-loathing? And so I committed to just believing that I could love what I saw in the mirror, that it didn't have to look a certain way and that I would just choose to believe that I am beautiful and that I am loved and that I love me and that I don't have to pick apart my whole body all the time when I look at it and that I could just be at peace and be at home in my body. And that was ultimately um, the goal that I set for changing that image of myself was I want to feel safe in my body. I want to feel at home in my body. And guess what? Doing that, I don't go to the gym every day. I I go for weeks without going. Um, but I have the intention and I have the behavior of still moving my body. So I go for walks. I do yoga. I do meditation. Um, I do cycle syncing, which if you don't know what that is, send me a message if you're a girl um, because it will change your life. Um, and instead of like, like being a slave to the gym, um, then I decided that my body was something that I would love. And so I would give it more comprehensive care. And so um, I do weekly massages. Um, I get cupping regularly. Um, I do chiropractic care. I do um, I do weeks off from working out. I, I have weeks out of the month, one week out of the month, um, where I don't work out at all. I don't move my body and I just rest it because that's what my body needs. And instead of like shaming myself and thinking about, oh, my muscles are shrinking because I'm not working them out and like blah, blah, blah. Then I was honoring my body and I was saying, this is what my body needs to feel safe. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm in love with my body and my body has physically changed. Um, and, and I am saying this like, like this is a little bit vulnerable, but, um, but I used to have pretty bad skin, like not even as a teenager, it was like uh, throughout my 20s, I had pretty bad skin. And, and um, 
it, it just was rough. Right. Um, and I used to really, really struggle with my stomach, um, because I'm skinny and I have this teeny tiny torso that, um, I have never been able to have like a flat stomach because my organs have to go somewhere. And I was like always so critical of that. And, um, and I had just like such a hard time with these things that, you know, like I just didn't need to be so critical of myself, but I was so self-conscious. Um, but then when I made the decision to just love my body and not be critical about what it looked like, but how I felt about it, um, then guess what? <laughs> like my skin cleared up and I literally have a six pack, which I've never had ever. And, um, and it's nothing to do with how hard I'm going to the gym. And it is everything to do with honoring my body, how it asks to be honored. Um, and so I, I mean, I'm not like, whatever, I'm not even going to defend that. I, it happened. And if it can happen for me, it can happen for you. And I don't apologize for that. Okay. And the same is true for my testimony. I got the testimony that I wanted because I decided the testimony that I wanted and no amount of work that I did physically gave me that testimony. I made a decision and now my behavior reflects that decision. It, it reflects that belief. Um, and the same was true for dating and for my relationship and for literally everything. And that is why I have been talking so much about self-image and about how you choose to dress and how you choose to see yourself um, and the power that you have to just decide how you want to feel and what you want to see and, and who you want to be. You have that power and you can make that decision. And if you aren't happy with the decision that you've made, the action that you take isn't going to change that. You've got to decide to change it and then let your behaviors support and validate the new decision. Okay. So this has been actually a big shift in how I coach, which has been awesome because my clients have been making these like leaps and bounds so quickly. These, um, I've been referring to them. If you've been watching me on social media as quantum leaps, um, and, um, and it's amazing because they're shifting their entire lives and they're getting amazing results in just like three calls with me. Whereas before it used to take me three months to get them to these results. Um, but I'm learning. Okay. And I'm learning how to be the best coach for you that I can be. Um, and I have learned that giving you a, a task in order to change the feeling doesn't work. We need to understand why you hold a certain belief so that you can decide if you want to choose a different belief for you. Right. And then once you choose the different belief, I am more than happy to give you affirmations and meditations and everything to, um, to fast track the, the physical support. Um, but the, the physical action won't override the belief, right? It can only support the belief. So that is a really, really fun shift that I've been seeing in my coaching and with my clients. Um, it's been so incredible 
to see what they can do from the, for themselves when we're able to work together and shift the self-image first um, and to lead with that and to start with that, it is transformational. So if you are curious about how to do this, um, how to start shifting your self-image or how to just own your ability to make a new decision for yourself, to decide a new belief for yourself, um, then I would encourage you to join my Patreon community. Um, this is a private membership community where you can ask me questions um, and where you are actually getting pieces of my book at a time as I write it. Um, and so you get to read the book first. Um, it is called Sorry, You're Not Perfect, and it is a guide to self-acceptance. Um, and it is written to empower you to believe and to decide what you want to believe about yourself. Um, and I'm so, so excited to connect with the people who are there in the community. Um, and right now, not for very much longer, um, you can also actually connect with my personal stylist for free. Um, I will drop her link in the show notes as well. Um, but she is offering a free first date styling session um, to basically to show you on the outside how you're choosing to feel about yourself on the inside. And this is gonna be a really cool and unique opportunity because, um, because you have a container to choose how you want to feel about yourself. And then you get to see it in the mirror, right? This is like kind of cool. Um, so check both of those things out um, and let me know if this resonates with you. Let me know if um, this doesn't make sense to you. Um, and if you want me to expand more on it, I could talk about this honestly for hours and hours and hours. And honestly, I will probably keep talking about this for weeks um, because it is such a cool shift to just own your agency. Your agency is the greatest gift that you have been given. And I think sometimes we try to avoid using it. And uh, we think that not using our agency will like stop us from suffering and will absolve us from consequences. And it is actually the catalyst for getting consequences that you don't want and suffering. Um, so stop doing that, right? You are created to have joy. Your life gets to be mostly joy right? And if you are experiencing something other than joy, um, yes, definitely validate the emotion that you're feeling, whatever it is. And then ask yourself, are you perpetuating something that isn't true? Are you acting contrary to how you believe? Are you basically trying to avoid consequences and by doing so, suffering through unnecessary consequences, right? So much of what we suffer in life can actually be avoided through taking proper ownership of your decisions. 
So I hope that gives you some good things to consider. I hope that you like this episode. Um, honestly, when I started recording this, I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. And I just started talking. Um, so I hope that you like it. And I hope that you use this opportunity in this podcast episode to decide to believe something new for yourself, believe something amazing about yourself and to know that everything that you want is one decision away. I promise you that. I've seen it in my own life. I see it consistently in the lives of my clients. And that just gets to be true for you. Take ownership. I love you. Thank you for being here.